Hello everybody and welcome or welcome back to another episode of the Deeper Waters podcast. I am personally so excited for this week's message because it is something that a lot of people need right now. I know that a lot of people have lost faith, they have lost hope because they no longer believe that God is a promise keeper. There's promises that God has made to some of us that it's taken a bit of time for God to fulfill them and maybe you start to lose hope that they are actually going to be fulfilled but today's message is to encourage you guys that God will keep his promises that he has made to you. So today we're going to be talking about God the promise keeper and I want to start by teaching you guys a little bit on the types of promises that God makes. There are only two types of promises that God makes that I know of that I have personally experienced in my life and the first one is the promises that are written in his word such as the promise that God loves us no matter what in Romans chapter 8 verses 38 to 39 which says for I'm convinced that neither death nor life neither angels nor demons neither the present nor the future nor any powers neither height nor depth nor anything else in creation will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus our Lord. And the promise that God will strengthen and help you is in Isaiah chapter 41 verse 10 which says, So do not fear for I am with you. Do not be dismayed for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. And this is only two of a total of 7,147 promises in the Bible according to Herbert Locklear, author of the book All the Promises of the Bible. 7,147 promises just for you. That's a lot of promises. And don't think that just because there's 7,147 of them, it means that not all of them are for you. Not all of them will be fulfilled. All of them will be fulfilled because your promises made to every single child of God. And God is a promise keeper. He will keep all those promises. The second type is the promises that he makes to you personally, which include a promise for a job, a husband, a ministry, a child, etc. These also don't go against his word. He can promise you a spouse, but that spouse won't be an unbeliever because his word says in 2 Corinthians 6.14, do not be unequally yoked with unbelievers. For what partnership has righteousness with lawlessness or what fellowship has light with darkness and his promise for a child doesn't mean you will have a child out of wedlock as his word says in in first corinthians chapter 7 verse 9 but if they cannot exercise self-control they should marry for it is better to marry than to burn with passion this verse basically says that it kind of just indicates that sexual intercourse is meant only for married people and that's the only place that a child can come out of in a marriage so his promises that he makes to you on a personal level will also not go against his word today's episode serves the purpose of reminding you or if you never knew i'll be the first to tell you that god is a promise keeper his character proves it god cannot lie numbers 23 verse 19 says god is not a man that he should lie or a son of man that he should change his mind does he speak and not act does he promise and not fulfill That right there is already confirmation. Does he promise and not fulfill your promises? The word says 
that he promises and he fulfills god does not speak empty promises you know people sometimes promise that they'll do something then they never do it god is not that type of person he does not speak empty promises as isaiah 51 verse 11 says so shall my word be that goes out from my mouth it shall not return to me empty but it shall accomplish that which i purpose and shall succeed in the thing for which i sent it basically every word that god speaks will come to pass as it says here it shall accomplish that which i purpose and shall succeed in the thing for which i sent it god is faithful deuteronomy 32 verse 4 says he is the rock his works are perfect and all his ways are just a faithful god who does no wrong upright and just is he because god does no wrong it is wrong to make a promise to someone and not keep it and god does no wrong so if he makes a promise be sure to know that he will keep that promise he is a faithful god meaning that you can trust and rely on the fact that he will keep every promise that he has made to you he is trustworthy you can put that trust in him and i know it takes time to develop trust in anyone and you can learn to develop that trust in god as you grow in your relationship with the lord but I'm just going to let you know that God is trustworthy, that God is reliable, that God is someone that you can put your faith in. God also doesn't keep his promises to us because we are so deserving of those promises, but because of who he is, it's in his nature to keep promises and because of his love for us. We do not deserve every single promise that the Lord has made to us, but because he loves us so much, he still wants to give us those promises he knows we don't deserve them he knows that we fall short of the glory of god he knows all these things that we are sinners and yet he still wants to give us his promises he still wants to fulfill them not because we deserve them but because he loves us so the promises that are fulfilled are not based on what you can do are not based on what how you can convince god to you know fulfill the promises that he has for you or how much you pray how much you intercede how much you read your word it's not based on any of that god gives us his promises simply because he loves us simply because it's in his nature his character to do that because he has made that promise his character his nature says he has to keep it because that is who he is not because we are so deserving an example in the bible of god's words manifesting is in luke chapter 1 verses 11 to 20 which talks about the angel gabriel appearing to zechariah and prophesying to him that he and his wife are going to have a son now zechariah doesn't believe this because he knows that he and his wife are advanced in years but the angel says you will surely see this happen this will take place and and the angel causes zechariah to be silent and until john is born because of his unbelief and in luke chapter 1 verses 26 to 28 which talks about the angel gabriel appearing to mary and prophesying to her that she will have a child and they will name that child jesus mary then asks how will this happen because she's still a virgin and the angel tells her that this will happen through the power of the holy spirit and mary responds in faith and submits to the word of god mary and zechariah had two different reactions zechariah responded in unbelief but mary responded in faith and submitted to god's word mary is the example that we should 
follow. Mary submitted to the word that God spoke because she had faith that it was going to come to pass. And because it is a word that is spoken by God, that promise is spoken by God, which means that he will fulfill it. He will accomplish that word that he has spoken and so be like mary put yourself in the posture that mary had of submitting to the word that god has spoken and believing that god will accomplish it even if you initially didn't believe the word god spoke to you god is giving you a second chance to believe his word. Zechariah had a second chance when it came to naming his son John. He chose to believe what God said and name his son John even though he first didn't believe having a child was even possible. Elizabeth and Mary both conceived and gave birth to John and Jesus. The word of God became manifest. The words that God said became a reality for both Elizabeth and Mary and for Zechariah. The word that God spoke to you will come to pass. Maybe all that God is waiting for is for you to have faith so that he can act on your faith. Faith is what moves God. Sometimes all that God is waiting for is for you to start having faith in the word that he spoke to you. It's for you to start having faith that he will accomplish it. It is not by our own strength nor by our might, but by the power of Jesus, but by the power of the Holy Spirit, but by the power of God that the words, the promises will be fulfilled. Let me pray for your faith right now. Lord, I pray that you would increase their faith. I pray that you would remind them of the words that you have spoken to them, Heavenly Father. Remind them that those words will come to pass because you have said them, O Lord, and that you are not a man that you should lie. You always accomplish a word that you have spoken. It does not come back empty. It is always fulfilled. Lord, I pray that you would remind them of the promises that you fulfilled for them in the past, Heavenly Father. I pray that they may trust in you, Lord, because you are trustworthy, you are faithful, and you are reliable, Heavenly Father. Increase their faith, Lord. I pray that they may continue to have faith even when it seems hopeless, Lord. May they put their hope in you. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. And that's it for today's episode, guys. Thank you so much for listening. And I will see you guys again next week. For those who are listening on YouTube, please do subscribe. And as always, if you have any questions, you can send them via DM on my Instagram account at melhoney, which is spelled M-E-L full stop H-O-N-E-Y underscore. And guys, have a great weekend and a great week after that. And that's it for me today, guys. See you guys again next week. And don't forget, God loves you.